You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date on what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, a new tool on the Richland County Auditor's website gives voters clarity about proposed property tax issues on the ballot. And later, we're joined by Richland Source sports reporter Kurt Conrad to get some insight into the upcoming high school basketball tournaments. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our friends and sponsors at Stoats Fresh Market, located at 184 Main Street in Belleville. Head over and shop for great prices on meats, produce, and delicious food your family will love. Or shop online and find coupons and savings at StoatsFreshMarket.com. Now our feature story. A new tool on the Richland County Auditor's website gives voters more clarity about proposed property tax issues on the ballot. County Auditor Pat Dropsy told county commissioners that the Levy Estimator tool allows property owners to search for their residents. The proposed tax levies will appear once the filing deadline for that election cycle has passed. For example, levies on the May 2nd primary ballot are now loaded onto the website. The levies page will display the authority placing an issue on the ballot, the election date, what the levy funds will be used for, the type of levy, the proposed millage, the number of years, and what it will cost each year to the owner of the property in question. Dropsy explained that they've been working on this for the last six months with the help of a company called Beacon. Now they hope the public will take advantage. The website only lists property tax levies. Income tax issues such as the City of Mansfield's renewal request for its safety forces do not appear. The auditor also said he hopes to be able to add all property taxes for a specific address onto the website. That information is now on the tax bill sent to residents by County Treasurer Bart Hamilton. Before we continue, we'd like to thank our friends and sponsors at RFME Insurance. RFME is committed to protecting you and your family through some of life's most precious and difficult moments. Whether you're looking for home, health, auto, or life insurance, RFME is here to help. Call 419-524-8411 to learn more. Next, some local history. Did you know that Ohio-raised Corey Cott is an actor and singer? He is best known for playing Jack Kelly in the Broadway musical Newsies and for originating the role of Donnie Nowitzki in the Broadway musical Bandstand. He graduated from Chagrin Falls High School and Carnegie Mellon School of Drama. Cott has been on TV shows like Law & Order, Chicago Med, and had the starring role in the Fox show Filthy Rich opposite Kim Cattrall before it was canceled after just five seasons. Cott's brother, Casey, is also on TV. We'll talk about him tomorrow. Next, Richland Source sports reporter Kurt Conrad on the upcoming girls' basketball tournaments. Talk about the, the girls' tournament. When, when does that start? Yeah, the girls' basketball tournament kicks off, or tips off, we should say, here next week uh, with, with sectional play all through North Central Ohio. Uh, we've, got some, we've got some pretty uh, talented teams locally here, who, teams that could potentially challenge for, for district championships. I think that that conversation starts with Mansfield Senior. They are Division Two. They have a very talented roster. It includes Kirsten Bradley, Minetta Hillary, Kaya Wentz, Annalise Norris. Uh, the Tigers won their first ever Ohio Cardinal Conference Championship last week. Um, it's the first conference championship of any sort since dating back to the Heartland Conference be- be- before the OCC. Um, so it's been 20 years. Uh, they they are a team that is really balanced. They've got four or five kids who can score double figures on any given night. Um, should be a lot of fun to watch them in the Division II tournament. A team that they could potentially bump into along the way is Shelby. 
Uh, Shelby is chasing its fifth straight Mohe- or Mid-Ohio Athletic Conference Championship. Um, they had a chance to clinch at least a share of that last week, fell at Clear Fork, another team we'll probably talk about. Uh, Shelby is, is supremely talented as well. The, the job that, that Natalie Lance has done there as the head coach over the years is nothing short of remarkable. Uh, five conference championships in a row potentially if they can if they can beat Ontario later this week in the regular season conference finale. Uh, then they'll be in that same Division II tournament as Mansfield Senior. Um, it's 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 a loaded tournament. Uh, there's some very good teams from up north. Norwalk, I think, is is very good this year. Um, so that should be a lot of fun watching that D2 tournament. And and then Clear Fork in Division Three, uh, they dropped to Division Three this year after being a Division Two district finalist last year. They got beaten that district championship game by by Shelby. Um, they beat Shelby for the first time in a very long time last week. Uh, it was a huge win for the program, especially going into the tournament. Now, now Clear Fork's not a team that can win a conference championship, but they are uh, setting themselves up for a pretty uh, significant tournament run. They, they're led by one of the top three-point shooters in the area, if not the state, and Annika Labaki. So uh, they should be a lot of fun to watch in the D3 tournament. What about the Loudonville? Was it the Loudonville girl that had like a line that was like 27, 19, <laughs> and 7 or something that I saw recently? Her name is Corey Vermilia, and she is one of the top players in the area, if not the state for sure, especially in the smaller school divisions. She's, uh, Loudonville is the very smallest division three team in the state. They're, I think, one girl over, or else they'd be in division four. That said, uh, Corey, she scored 59 points a couple weeks ago against Mansfield Senior, so it's not like she was doing it against a bad team. I mean, she, she scored 59, and they needed every one of them because I think it was a three- or four-point game. She's averaging 32 points a game. The, the day I saw her, and talked to her. She outscored Lucas by herself. She is an absolute force. Uh, I don't know. They go northeast uh, to, in their tournament, and it's they have to go through Worcester, and there are a lot of really good Wayne County Athletic schools over there, Wayne County Athletic League schools over there that they would have to play. I think they'll play Smithville and maybe a district semifinal game. Smithville's very good. Waynedale's very good over that way. So, I mean, they will have their hands full for sure, but, you know, talking to Corey, she said, you know, those teams are great, but we'll take our chances. You know, I mean, if you have a girl who can score 30-plus points a game, and, and it's not just her. I mean, she has several teammates who are also very skilled and very talented. So they'll, they'll certainly be a darker, dark horse in that district over that way, but they're not to be overlooked. When you kind of look at the bracket, um, what's your prediction for some teams that could go far in this thing? I, I think we, we touched on them a little bit. I think, you know, Mansfield Senior and Shelby are both candidates. It's I mean, they're both playing – Division two, and they're both in the same district, so it could be only one of them, and it's not guaranteed to be either one of them. But they certainly are are teams that could could make some noise here in the postseason. Along with, you know, I like Clear Fork in Division three. I mean, they uh, they're used to playing in that Division two tournament, and that tournament is a meat grinder. That's not to say there's not good teams in the Division three tournament, but they're not going to be the caliber teams that they've encountered in D two the last few years. Now, Clear Fork lost. For the last two or three years, they've been built around a six-four center who's now graduated, and she she's on the track team. Becca Conrad's her name. She's on the track team at University of Dayton. She's a thrower, but she was a. And it's like Coach Scott Sellers told me, she was a six-foot-four-inch security blanket. If if they got into trouble, they just got it inside to Becca, and and she would go to work. They don't have that this year, but they got a whole bunch of girls who can who can put the ball in the basket. So it's uh they they could make a run in Division three. And just say one more time when that 
tournament action tips off? Well, the, the girls' tournament tips off next week. Uh, they have sectional semifinal games on the 15th, 15th and 16th of February, and then sectional finals will be that, that Saturday, the 18th, I believe it is. So uh, uh, they, they, they'll tip off next week in the sectional, and then the following week, well, the, boys will, the boys will get started. For more on high school sports in North Central Ohio, sign up for our weekly sports newsletter. You can sign up by clicking the link in our show notes or by visiting richlandsource.com sports. Finally, we'd like to take a moment to remember the life of Joseph Broderick of Huron. Joe was born in Shelby in 1956 and attended Alpena Community College in Michigan and worked in retail management for Dunham's Discount Sports. Joe was an avid sports enthusiast. He loved attending Cleveland Guardians, Browns, and Cavs games and also enjoyed going to the Ohio State football games throughout the years. Other hobbies included traveling, listening to all types of music, and spending time with his family and friends, as well as his faithful canine companion, Tally. Joe was a man of few words. Joe was a friend to all, a hard worker, and a lover of life. He has left us with all his best qualities to move forward with in his honor. Survivors include his wife, Nancy, children, grandchildren, sister, as well as many other relatives and friends. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Joe's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com slash obituaries slash submit. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place and to help keep our journalism free. Also, if you like this podcast and want to hear more, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts.